0: This is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the 32nd episode of the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. If you are jumping in now, I highly recommend that you start at the beginning to hear Mary's complete journey as a recovering hoarder. We are so grateful for your comments, likes, reviews, and for subscribing to our show. Please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com, a place that pairs digital creators like me with people who want to support them, maybe someone like you. Last time, Mary talked about how she could turn on a dime and ready office space at home for her husband. In today's conversation, we catch up after several months between recording sessions and hear that Mary no longer has an out-of-control need to keep things, and we find out why. (laughs) We are uh, back after, it seems like a hiatus And I Mm -hmm. think it's over three months since we've talked You've had a lot going on, I've had a lot going on And every now and then you've sent me a little text With some news of what's been going on with you And I've deliberately not asked you about Mm -hmm. it Because I thought, this is the kind of stuff we like to talk about Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know where we even start Because it's been so long I think the last time we talked uh well i know the last time we talked as i reviewed my notes you had had to move out of your uh space at home for your husband to have his home office mm-hmm.
1: um
0: available to him and that was for real this time for real because <laughs> <laughs> he's faked it before, yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the last thing that's happened since we've talked now, um, one of the things that's just intrigued me that you texted me just yesterday, I think, was that you went to go, you wanted something, mm. and then you went to find it. or you, knew you had, what, Bad, bad. Okay, tell me, just, <laughs> let's just start. Start somewhere, Mary. What's been going on <laughs> with you? Oh, my God. I'm going to have
1: to. You're all good. Yeah. Okay, I'll stop talking. What's going on with you? I I think what you're referring to is I had texted you, I said um, I I discovered I needed something then I decided then I realized someone had already created that something that I actually owned that and I knew where it was and I walked out into the garage got it and brought it in and used it. What I'm talking about is my husband had gotten me some flowers for our anniversary and when you put them in the vase, some of the little flowers were hiding in the vase. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out a way to raise them up. And I was, like, throwing rocks in there, and then it wasn't working. And I'm like, I wonder what I could use. And I'm like, duh. People use, like, those glass rocks Mm -hmm. and marbles and stuff. I've had glass rocks and marbles all my life. I've never really actually used them for what they're (laughs) meant for. Mm -hmm. And... I I I realized, I, I think it was multiple layers of ahas, like, oh, that's why they're created. This would help me with those, and I have them. I don't need to make some makeshift thing, and I can go find them. And it, it's just, it's like I'm tapping into how life is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to, if you have something, have a use for it. Hmm. And it's something that I had um, recently... Unearthed and was going to give away, so I knew where it was because it was slated to go away. Hmm. And then I I used it, and I really it would have been fine had I given it away; it wouldn't have been a bad thing. Which that in and of itself is huge. Yeah. <laughs> so there's many many
0: things yeah. to this to yeah. this one event yep. that you actually knew you owned it, mm-hmm. you actually knew where to find it um, easily, and that it wouldn't have been a big deal if you would have actually given it away. Right.
1: Yeah, that's a lot and of what's amazing it's it's kind of like my husband has this joke and, and pe- a lot of people use the joke of who are you? You know, like mm. do I even know you? Are mm-hmm. you the and I was basically like who am I? <laughs> <laughs> to yourself. <laughs>
0: So what has changed since we've chatted that has gotten you to this spot now? Because that seems like a pretty
1: significant yeah. change. Um, without going into much detail, because then we'd be talking forever, I did go to a healing retreat,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that was the end of January. And what we dealt with was things of my past, and I let it all go. And it it's 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 hard to describe this, but I think we've talked about how there's layers and layers of of um unraveling mm-hmm. and I would say um, we don't realize how much shame is involved in our lives, and that weekend, I was able to let go a lot of shame and What's intertwined in our lives with shame can come out in things of what do you wear, um, how do you talk to someone when you've made a mistake, Hmm. um, how you um, face challenges, um, the goals that you make for yourself. And it's kind of like it unraveled all these unnecessary rules I had in my head about Hmm. myself and it's it's stopped me in my tracks when I've realized how effortlessly I've gone through things lately that I normally would have my 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 regular self would have him and hawed over
0: so what made you want to go to a shame retreat how did that happen um
1: well i i have um been involved with um Brené Brown mhm um, and it wasn't necessarily a shame retreat. It was more like a... Uh, it was a healing right, retreat. Right, you said healing. I'm sorry. Sure I um, it a shame but retreat. But I, I, I look at... I mean, for my particular situation, it was shame. Mm-hmm. um, That okay. I was dealing with. And um, it's kind of like when... You, in fact, they even had you hold a rock of whatever secrets you were keeping, and then you could let go of that rock later. And it... I don't know how to explain it, but it's like... The only way I can describe it is, have you ever had a dream and then remembered that dream almost as if it was a real memory? And then one day, something triggers that to make you realize, oh my gosh, that, was, that wasn't real. That was a dream. Hmm. It was, it's almost like, like, like the past of my life was carried into my current, but it's skewed and I would say that um, all this hoarding and buying and and gathering was trying to uh, it's almost like a bandage over my pain mm-hmm. and it it's, it's like how to soothe me and you know regrets I had as a child you know um, I had a rough childhood you know my parents couldn't relate to me very well um, so then there's this f- feeling of I ruined it I ruined my childhood I mean all these things that aren't um, I'm certainly not responsible for, but I felt like I was and um there I, I used to feel remorse saying my parents would have had a better and i I don't mean this in a in a way like, woe is me. This is just how my brain was. My parents would have had a better life without me because I was such a a, a troubled child. And it's kind of like you, you hold on to this pain, and then in order to maintain this pain, how do you function? So I found ways to function, and here I'm trying to dismantle this, this these behaviors of hoarding, and in doing that, it's like, What's behind all this? And I kind of thought of this retreat as my final frontier. Like, I need to um, uh, surrender it all to the Lord, number one. Just say, I I give up. And and you have to almost make a a real obvious um, decision. Like, you're not messing around anymore. And that's what that's how I went. Hmm. I was like, I'm I'm tired of this. I'm tired of spinning my wheels. I'm tired of um, feeling like I've made some progress. Yet then I really it's just the same thing in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I kind of considered it my final frontier, and it really has been.
0: Hmm.
1: Wow, I didn't even know you were going. Yeah. So it seems like
0: it happened. Shortly
1: after or just before? I can't remember. We must not have talked about it. It happened quickly. I signed up and found out about it within a week that I was able to go. And I had just started working. And Mm -hmm. I blame all chaos on that. I mean, this schedule has been driving me absolutely insane. And what's interesting is it's a healthy insane. It's different than (laughs) what what I'm trying to crawl out of right it's just it's just crazy making to try to to work a shift that's split and so just to explain i worked in the mornings and then i'd work in the afternoons and to be at work at three o'clock is is crazy making Mm -hmm. it just is every day if it was just maybe if i had one day of the week that i didn't have to do it it wouldn't have been so bad but it's just this constant um shifting and um what's the word transition mm-hmm. and I don't do well with transition so in a odd way it's been a great training for me to if you know if you ever want to learn how to do something you just do it over and over again mm-hmm. like uh, typing you have to type the same name or words over again to learn your keyboard boy do I have this down mm. on transition <laughs> It still makes me angry, but I'm able to just suck it up and go. Wow, wow! So, so you go to a healing retreat, you mm-hmm. come
0: home changed, mm-hmm. and now you've been working in this job that has been um, crazy-making, and yet somehow fitting in with your healing. It sounds yes. like. Um, so, what did you notice when you came home? Let's just specifically talk about. The hoarding stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you specifically notice when you came home after that, that weekend? Give us some examples. Mm. Give us some moments if you can remember them.
1: I, uh, you know, I probably could pull some out of somewhere. It's just been such a constant um, evolving. Mm-hmm. I would say the biggest thing is I don't have this. Um, out-of-control pull to keep things and I'm actually elated to let go of stuff Hmm. and um, I'm detaching enough where I actually what was interesting in this retreat is they told us to leave our um, phones up in the room so whenever we'd meet we didn't have them and in that in those two days I um, basically divorced myself from Facebook (laughs) And I didn't realize I was doing it, but it was actually one of my goals, because I was realizing it was something that I was getting caught up in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it's kind of like, if you're going to let go, you're going to let go. I mean, you're not going to say, well, I'm going to let go of this, but not that. It's like the whole gamut of stuff.
0: Um, so I, you've been, like, packing stuff up and t- mm-hmm. hauling
1: it off mm-hmm. with not not a second glance? hmm mm-hmm. Wow. And it, it's... It's kind of extraordinary. I packed up. Okay, so I may have talked about this in the past, but I, I had some of my mom's clothing and stuff, and I had them in a box called um, Resistance, uh, Feeling Resistance. Resistance is futile. And I put it in the garage for another day. I, I packed that stuff up but absolutely no problem. Mm-hmm. I've started this new thing of pack it up and see how you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Does it make you twinge? And if so, maybe you go pull that one thing out. And um, I had these boxes packed and ready to go days or weeks before I could get them actually delivered to that person. And I had no interest in going. In fact, I was like, no, you're not even going to look, which is so unlike me. Mm. And I'll have these appointments that are in... uh, St. Paul, which is another, you know, I I, it, it's already what? It takes me an hour to get there in the morning, so that's, that's an adventure. Um, I've already worked that shift, so I wor- you know, work from 7 to 8.30. I have to be in St. Paul by 10, and I somehow have been able to have the stuff ready and deliver it to a shop that's not far from there before my appointment. That's motivation. Mm-hmm. It's, I need to get this out of here. And I'm not going to let anything stop me. And it happens to be in St. Paul, so it's like, this is my chance to do it. So I kind of, you know, piggyback the two things together and it makes me do it. But in the past it would be like, well, maybe another, maybe another day. Or I didn't, I didn't prepare that stuff in time. And I've been giving them so many boxes that they all, they kind of, are getting to know me (laughs) now where are you going there's a place in st paul called st vincent de paul Mm -hmm. and they take uh clothing to resell and if it can't resell or if it's stained or in in need of repair they also will recycle it for oil spills (laughs) which is an odd use but then i know that the stuff is being properly used right no waste Mm -hmm. my no waste so I have two people two connections that can take the odd stuff and I'm preparing stuff for my other gal that I I've delivered many things to in the past That gets the oven mitts and stuff I'm I'm in the process of gathering a whole bunch of stuff and the difference in what I'm gathering is now I'm actually um, digging into the big pile that's down in the bedroom Mm -hmm. and prior to that a lot of the stuff that I was gathering was stuff that was still kind of coming in that I was helping people get rid of so this is honest to gosh my stuff and I'm actually resisting anything to come in the house so um and um I'm it's funny I've um I've discovered I really need a pair of leggings but I don't want to shop and so I don't have a pair of leggings yet and um I my need to avoid shopping is stronger than my need for the leggings mm. um i have asked people you know what are your favorite ones so i could just buy them online quick cuz i don't have that compulsion online in fact i hate being oh, online oh interesting and um so i might order some which is so unlike me as well but it's like it keeps me out of the out of the store i still know i have that tendency to flip and maybe buy some things i don't need so I, mm-hmm. I stay away from the store. So the the healing workshop
0: only went so far mm-hmm. in that part? Yeah, yeah. The cook- I mean,
1: I'm pretty cured in the fact that I'm recognizing it and I avoid it. Right. I avoid sure. it near occasion of of, of shopping. But yeah, um, and it's just certain shops. Target is, is notorious to make me want to just buy everything I don't need. So I just... I'll take my dad there for grocery shopping, and I have to put the blinders on. Mm -hmm. And I will do the take a picture and walk away thing. Mm. I still do that trick, and it works. gets me out of there.
0: (laughs) The picture of what you'd like to have? Yeah. Oh, I heard you say that before. Oh,
1: really? Oh, um, so they like to do these little vignettes now at Target where they have the little couch and the little chair and a little lamp and show you how to place have and it's always adorable it's like oh take a picture and walk away <laughs> yes so that's a good trick
0: and it sounds like you have made a lot of progress yeah. but so i'm not i'm not trying to um suggest you haven't made progress just no no, that, no. That, but yeah uh, so i'm not is still right. there i'm not completely healed but you're completely aware of it yes and that's that's big so um i was in your house months ago mm-hmm and that room, I have Mm -hmm. a a memory of being in that room, Um, would I notice a difference?
1: Mm, I think you would. Um, It's not extraordinary because I haven't had the time to really um, grab and go. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also am waiting to sell a couple things to my um, golden pearl lady. Mm-hmm. and I just haven't had time to even make an appointment for her. So the difference is not procrastination like I don't want to do it. It's I literally haven't had the time. Right. So it's kind of funny um, with these transitions that I'm learning. I, I, shortly after I started this job, I, I joked that I felt like I was in school because I'm mm-hmm. working out of school. Okay. And I thought, you know, there's a reason I'm not in school because I couldn't stand school. And now I'm in school. And then I started thinking about it and thinking, you know, well, there must be some reason I'm doing this job. And there must be some thing I'm supposed to be learning as well. And what is that? And like we talked about, it's the... Um, I'm learning the transition. And I'm learning the um, how to um, keep my schedule. And um, I started taking some classes online, like... Um, Classes to help people who have ADD. Um, I'm actually going to start a class from Brene Brown. Oh, yeah? Um, and then What some, class? Um, or what's the title? Rising age? Strong. And what's the other one? Um, dare, uh, daring Greatly? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> this is my ADD part. But I, I signed up because it was like deadline this time. If you don't do it, you, it'll be gone. And... Nothing makes me spend money like a deadline like that. <laughs> but um, it, it, I, it, the humor in in these in these classes is that the people that I'm listening to, at least for the ADD, are just like me, and it's really kind of fun to hear. Not that I want anyone to live my misery, but it's fun to hear those other people that are struggling struggling with the same things. Sure. And so I feel kind of like I've gone to school for the last few months. Mm. And, you know, I'm, I'm in this learning mode. Um, I'm trying to graduate out of this life, this style of living. Mm. And in the midst of that, we um, signed up for the Blue Apron, and we were we, were, we were cooking in, in my kitchen, which is unheard of. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. So it's just been kind of like, um, like I'm testing out my new wings before I'm actually really thinking I'm ready. Because I imagine doing these things when the house was completely empty, and it's more like I can't wait to do these things. I don't even I don't want to, you know, waste the time. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's it's been interesting. The kitchen is usable and it has been maintained usable for. Three months?
0: Since your class, since your yeah. retreat. Yeah. Yeah. So you weren't cooking in your kitchen?
1: Mm-mm. No. No, I would, <clears throat> I don't cook.
0: <laughs> so a, we as a strong. We
1: as a big. Are <laughs> you or whatever. Yeah. Um, my husband, on the other hand, um, uh, it's a small kitchen, and, and um, he just wasn't motivated when I had my junk around. Mm-hmm. So out of uh, courtesy to him, I've been focusing on the kitchen. Can't say that it's always clean, but it's always clean by a certain time during the day. And so I will race around to clean up my mess that I my little trails of mess before I go to work so that when he comes home he has the kitchen.
0: What did you do for meals before?
1: Oh, we were terrible. We um you know, frozen foods and go out to dinner. Okay. So so to be cooking <laughs> real meals <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: In your kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Oh. Wow. So what's his reaction been? Um, He's pretty laid back. He is laid about back. About stuff yeah. and wanting to celebrate when it's yeah. all done Yeah, your baby yeah. steps or whatever. And,
1: you know, it's funny because um, to me, you know, there's always been the baby steps of progress. Like... You know, a comparison of our life versus my life when I lived on my own were night and day. But in his life, in his world, it was miserable, right? So if he had come to live with me at my condo, I don't know. I, I think he would have just fallen over, died of a heart attack. So uh, to me, I already made progress when we got married. Mm-hmm. Um, I I kept things pretty orderly I was able to to um, keep things kind of under some kind of control to to a certain extent but <clears throat> that's still maintaining crap and what he, his idea of of bliss would be literally nothing in the house I mean maybe a couch and a couple chairs and a tv and he doesn't really need much else so I have a long ways to go to please him on that level mm, Mhm. And that used to make me so mad, because I was like, you are the opposite of the continuum here, and we're never going to figure this out. You know, I like stuff. And that was back when I was defending my stuff, and I thought I had every reason to keep it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And um, his style is becoming more and more appealing to me. And even to the point where, uh, for a short period, when we had some nice weather, I'd clean my car, and I was trying to keep it all nice and tidy, and I was just feeling so... Uh, light, Mm. you know. So I'm starting to kind of see life from his point of view um, and what embarrasses him. Like if he drives my car to take it somewhere, he always makes me take my stuff out of there. And, you know, my car is like my second purse. So, So I get that. It used to make me so mad because then it would disrupt my patterns. Mm -hmm. But, what I'm embracing in this school of life that I'm in right now is another way of looking at things. And it's really helping me um, kind of carve out the new Mary. I just, I just, I I want that now. I don't see it as a threat. Mm. Whoa! I know.
0: That's awesome. Wow, that's, (laughs) that is, uh, that I'm sorry, I don't have words, <laughs> <laughs> to say that just seems like the biggest thing of all, to s- what you just said.
1: it It's astonishing, because I really, there's, it's just been, and that's what I mean, I can't keep up with all the changes in my life, because mm-hmm. I can't, it's like, there's a reason people don't change fast and quickly because their heads would explode. Right.
0: <laughs> I was just having this very conversation <laughs> with someone um, about if you... Uh, this was an example of, of someone um, saying something like, I shouldn't speak. I'm having just <laughs> difficulties today for some reason, but if, if your eyes are open to something, um, it can take a while. It can take a while. Oh, ah! what is going on with me if you've been blind to something and you're exposed to a different viewpoint do you see instantly or does it take Mm. a little bit of like okay now it's a little brighter Mm -hmm. and now i can leak that idea in a little Mm bit or or is that am i just slow and I'm a, I'm, I know I'm a late bloomer, but am I just slow? Do, do other people just instantly see if you've, if you've presented something? Um, and I don't think they do. No. I don't think I'm unusual in right. that, that way. But for the person who sees already, it's really, really frustrating mm-hmm. to have that blind person sitting in front of you mm-hmm. um, to blind to this you know, concept. And um and so it can take a while and then you can look back and say to the person who's been seeing all along, oh my god, that must have been so frustrating right. for you. But it takes a while right. Right. To, to get there if you've if you've had your own viewpoint about something or your lack of a viewpoint about something, and it sounds right. like it's somewhat similar to this.
1: Absolutely.
0: You've been Blind to your at least your husband's way of looking at what stuff is mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. and why you have it and how much should you have. And he must have been well, we know he's been frustrated. We've talked right. about that. And now you're starting to see. And that's amazing.
1: And you know what's interesting is as you're talking, you're making me see what's really interesting is part of the reason why I held on to stuff is I didn't think people uh, respected the stuff. Like I did. Mm. And isn't that ironic that he actually uses it properly? <laughs> well it just It sounds like your right. paper and right. the trees thing right. from way, right. way, way Absolutely. back when you
0: wanted to honor the the tree by keeping the paper. It's
1: a it's a good intention, but then it's taking on too much. Yeah. And, and um it it's just it's such a it's such a freedom. It's so interesting because I don't I'm not against creativity. And if you want to use something for the a purpose that it's not intended, that's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's
1: when it's my whole life is that it's it's um it's almost um corrupt. <laughs> it's a corrupt well, yeah. it's like a corrupt good intention (laughs) Mm -hmm. when it went awry (laughs) it got awry and it's like oh that's how you use the scissors I mean of course everyone knows how to use the scissors but it feels different in an environment of I'm not trying to say I'm trying to be leave it to beaver but it's almost like you know when you're a kid and you're watching leave it to beaver And you see June Cleaver as the best mom ever, and the parents are nice, and you say, oh, that's how a family's supposed to be. where none of us were like that. Mm -hmm. But there are times when we are, and there's times when things flow, and the conversations are beautiful, and everyone's behaving the way they should, and you're like, wow. You know and it's it's just kind of this um relationship of um me to stuff where it's like i'm in control i'm using it for what it's used for it's not ruling me and i have better things to do and i'm sure my husband was just looking at me like such nonsense what is all this We could be out for a walk. We could be out to dinner. We could be traveling. There's so many things we could be doing, but you're sitting there sorting papers.
0: And that ends today's Chronicle. Mary is making so much progress. For a moment there, I thought this was our last conversation, but we've got more to come. If you'd like to connect with us in between episodes, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at ClutterCron. Many thanks to my brother Michael for his gorgeous music. Find him on lowlife.com, L-O-L-I-F-E dot I'm Lori Koppelman. Thank you so much for listening. And stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles.